Welcome to SCGA Off the Hazel, the official podcast of the South Carolina Golf Association. The Palmetto Shop is your one-stop shop for all of your logoed apparel, promotional, and marketing needs. Offering full-service embroidery and screen printing for business, athletic teams, and personal needs, along with a variety of gift options with our trademarked Palmetto Tree and Moon. You can find us on Facebook as Palmetto Shop, the web at thepalmettoshop.com, or call us at 803-252-5058. Hey, and welcome back to SCGA Off the Hosel, the official podcast of the South Carolina Golf Association, coming to you live today from the South Carolina Golf Association boardroom slash South Carolina Golf Hall of Fame room. I'm Alan Knight, joined by Biff Lathrop. Biff, what is happening? Not much, Alan. Hello. I hope everybody's doing well. Welcome to our boardroom here. A lot of a lot of good things happen here. We make this thing shine and dance sometimes during the season. All the big decisions are made in here. A lot of decisions. This is actually where we do our staff meetings, too. We try to do one at least once a month, get together, get all our schedules together. And you should have been at the last one we had in here. This is getting ready for this month of June. And I finally had to stop. I mean, it was just we yeah. Couldn't, we couldn't keep up with everything coming up. So you were telling me just a minute ago, man. There's not many days in the office, is there? There's not. In fact, right now, uh, it's you and me and uh, Susan up front, kind of yep. kind of watching the office right now. Everybody's out and about, staying busy. Yeah, we got the father son going on today. Today we had a hundred teams, uh, both golf courses at Greenville Country Club. It's actually the Hayward Sullivan. Yep. Hayward, the Dudley Sullivan father son yeah. is, is is what we do, and they've been Greenville's been nice enough to host us for the last six or eight or years as the home club, so we're excited for for that. And you rotate the championship division, don't you? We 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 have five flights, and so okay. based on how you flight it, and it's a, it's a combination of combined indexes and a formula we use, and it's father son, and uh, the the top three flights play at Chanticleer, and another okay. two flights play at Riverside. But you gotcha. know, th- this isn't like an A B course. You know, we've done oh, a mid amateur championship at Riverside. I mean, this is uh, we, they're doing our Georgia team matches this year. Both uh, both are quality golf courses. Just personally, I think I prefer Riverside. I kind of well, it's because Chanticleer beats me. Yeah, I know that's what I'm saying. <laughs> but yeah, we we're excited. It's a and fun I, day. I say that on Craig Harris's episode. Oh, exactly right. And <laughs> that and that. Our, our host superintendent today. That's right. Um, but yeah, we're, we're we're excited to have all those guys. It's, it's a select drive alternate shot. My Hap and I had to quit playing in it. We we just couldn't get there anymore. <laughs> it it became troublesome for the relationship. I can see that. What else you got? Uh, well, since we kind of last came on here, we've had a couple events. Kyle went down and helped at the final qualifier for the U.S. Open at Long Cove, first one we've had in South Carolina. That's uh, called sectional. Well, it was it was called sectional. Now it's called the final qualifier. Okay. It's kind of like all the other terminologies they've changed. Huh. You know? Um So yes, yeah, so the final qualifier. Uh, it's thirty six holes they had. Um, they dodged the weather. They had a good day. Our South Carolina guys didn't do as well as we hoped, but Ben, ben Martin shined out of all of them. He ended up uh, second alternate okay. um, into the Open, which is actually starting today. Yeah, as I'm, well. I'm going to go home and watch that. It's on right now. Yeah, that's going to be fun. That's going to be fun. That's right. Uh, but, yeah, that, that was good. That was good to be a part of that, have our, our golf association represented there. And uh, uh, Long Cove, again, took care of it. So they're, they're always a great place. They do a good job for yeah. us. Um, and then not not long after that, just this past Monday, we had the U.S. Junior Qualifier at Briars Creek. Of all oh, places. wow. Yeah, man. man. What, what a place that is. Yeah. I was talking about that place yesterday. Yeah, it's good. The same guy, Royal Mr. McNair, who owned Congaree. Yes. Yeah, on Bright Street. Yeah, yep. and uh, uh, they, they've been good to us. We've had USGA mid and four-ball qualifier out there, or, or the, actually the four-ball qualifier out there one year. We did a junior azalea there. 
Yep, and we're probably going to be doing it there hopefully in the next couple <laughs> of years because I think the Charleston's having the Junior Southern Am there next summer, and then we're coming in uh, for the State Amateur in 24, I believe. Yeah, good for y'all. Yeah, but it's a good place, and we had a great representation there at Briars Creek. Uh, 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 Lucas Acevedo yeah. and Zach Rulin and Rowan Sullivan from South Carolina yeah. all qualified. Um, had a good day. Weather was great. And then just yesterday in North Carolina – there was another USGA qualifier for the juniors, and we got three more South Carolina boys representing Major Lanning, Gene Ziegler, and Braden Barnett all qualified. That's so we, awesome. Right now we got six 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 guys representing for the U.S. Junior. I didn't realize that was a North Carolina qualifier. Here's another little crazy step for you. Barnett and Ziegler are both uh, members at the same golf club, Florence Country Club. Both are at Florence Country Club. Yeah. I talked to Coach Gaynor earlier today, and I think Barnett's going yeah. to Francis Marion. He's got to be happy about that. Oh, he's super jacked, man. He's got one of his kids playing in the U.S. Junior. He's so pumped. Well, let's, that might be a good roll-in. Why did Mark Gaynor call? <laughs> well, to our next. So we, 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 you know, for those of y'all know, the Mid-Am Four Ball has always been a popular event. We went to Bulls Bay last year. Uh, we had to turn away a hundred teams, mm. um, and we took hundred people. We took sixty. Yeah, four. So, and we had to turn away a hundred teams. So two hundred people got turned away because we just went by combined index. Yeah, and then we had the opportunity to go back to Bulls Bay. Wow. So we're excited about that, but we decided we needed a better process. We're going to have two qualifiers. Um, you're going to have to be a combined index of 10, you and your partner. And you and I cannot play together, yeah, Alan, I unfortunately. And um, I can't play with many people in my handicap. But we're going to have two two different qualifiers. One's going to be at Three Pines on July the 19th, one at Crowfield on July the 21st. And those out of those, we will get our field of, of 58 teams, I think is what we're taking this year. So we nice. can try to get it done. But Gaynor was looking for <laughs> maybe a special exemption because his partner, Todd Satterfield, is on, you know, a senior two – PGA rules official, yeah, yeah. and uh, he offered a he offered Gainers uh, Satterfield services if they could get in. <laughs> doesn't had, work like that. Though. It doesn't work. He I think he knew the answer when he called, but he had to he, you know yeah. got to try sometimes. But yeah, we're we, you know we're we're excited that we're, it's a good problem to have. Uh, we hate turning away teams, but I think this at least gives everybody a chance to play their way in the most if, fair if they way. Can. It's the best way we can figure to do it. So. Yeah, but um. You know, but before we even get to there, I mean that that's shoot that the actual tournament for the Midland Four Ball is the end of August, so we we've got a lot of time to get there. But yeah. we've got our junior championship coming up this next week, Monday through Wednesday. Forest Lake Club. Forest Lake Club. Um, in the heart of Columbia. I know, Alan, you're planning on being out there with us, oh, helping yeah. us do some things. This is going to be something we've never seen before. I can't wait. You take all the amateurs, everything we've ever done. This is going to be something you've never seen before. So it's going to be special. We're excited about it. Yeah, got 144 boys, 13 to 18 years old. They're on in high school. Um, Random. I mean, are in college. So yeah, it's it's gonna be it's gonna be fun. And you had qualifying, right? Had two qualifiers for it. Uh, so that they, they you know they had to play their way in. And yep. you know, again, years past we've we've had a hard time filling the championship right. six eight years ago, and now we're doing qualifiers. That's great, man. It's gonna be fun. I, I'm excited. There's gonna be a lot of things out there. Southern Tide's gonna be out there with their tent vending and. We're gonna have a big tent set up behind the clubhouse. We got electronic scoreboards coming in. It's uh I think Justin's ready to get this one behind him. I'm sure he is. This is it's nerve wracking going into a big event like that. Well, you know, it's just like our state amateur. When you, you you move the junior from place to place to place, you have to recreate the wheel every time yeah. you go do it. Um yeah. <laughs> when you're at the same facility year after year after year, you kinda of get your idea on how to do it. I'm not saying it's easy, but it's you you kinda right. have an idea what's going on. So we're we're having to recreate the wheel a little bit. And you know, Forest Lakes kinda tight on space if you know what yes, i mean yeah there's not a whole lot of room no, to move around so no. we're, we're having to 
do be creative. So one other thing we didn't talk about, there's going to be a special surprise out there kind of on four wheels. You have to be, you can see it on social media at some point, but otherwise you got to be out there to see it. Yeah. Keep your eyes open. We, we've had a, a individual who's very close to us and dear friend of ours who uh, went through and got a, Got, got us an opportunity to have the SCGA golf cart mobile. We'll have it out there on display at Forest Lake. It is, uh, man, it it is sharp. It is it's one of the best looking golf carts I've ever seen, and not just because of being SCGA, but the craftsman craftsmanship in this thing. I gotta admit, man. You know, of course, I'm I'm biased. I love yeah, our logo. Yeah. You know, our, I think we got one of the best logos. But this logo stitched into the back of that seating. Mm-hmm. Man, that's what made and the steering wheel got me chill bumps. Yeah, made my jaw drop. It's it's, it's, a, it's a four seater. I, I hope they let me drive it around there a little bit next I'm week. Sure, you're going to have the option to drive. <laughs> we'll see it out there. But <laughs> yeah, we're excited. We're excited to see it out there. So we're going we're going to show that thing off. And uh, thanks to all of our friends with SCGA that, that think about us in times like that. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, but yeah, it, and you know, Alan, I told you we were busy in this boardroom last week. It, it doesn't stop. We go straight from that junior event that finishes on Wednesday, and we have the lefty righty that weekend at Santee, and we've yeah. got over sixty teams scheduled for the lefty righty. That's a good one. Um, you know, that's that's a fun tournament. We, yeah, that's one of those you you expect to hear the beer can pop at seven thirty in the morning, <laughs> but it's competitive. I mean, it, right. it's, you know, these guys are out there playing hard, and they have a partner, a, a unique event where a lefty and a righty play together. The lefty, just a lefty competition alone, really, uh, between either Dargan, Roof, Stan Sill. I mean, there's a. I think I, I think I counted it up the other day. Stan Sills won that thing fifteen times, the Left Handers Championship. No man, Brian Lee ever try it. Yeah, okay. I, not, I think Brian might have taken that title one time. I hope so. He's a good player. He's a great player. Yeah. We got some good left-handed players. Right, that's what I'm saying. But it's, you know what it's done to me when I'm riding around watching golf tournaments throughout the year and I see somebody playing left-handed, I ride up to them and I start recruiting them for this <laughs> golf tournament because you know, at some point in time we might run out of left-handed. You're right, you're right. So we go straight from there again. We get done with that on Sunday. We go to Florence. The junior squad's back at it. To, 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 this year, a three-day event, yeah. the Grant Bennett Junior Invitational at Florence Country Club, nice. uh, June the 28th through the 30th. So another great event. We're looking forward to that. Everybody has fun at Florence. It's a great time. They well, do a good job. The 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 membership comes together just like they're doing at Forest Lake, but the membership comes together and really gets together and makes that a, a great, great three days. Oh, yeah. This year, three days, volunteering. That's uh, one of my favorite golf courses to play. It's fun. You yeah. know, it's it, it's fun to play. It's fun to run a golf tournament. Yeah. The, the staff is good. Steve Bear and his crew do such a great right. job. And Drew does such a great job as superintendent there. And um, it's just a good place. The membership's supportive. I mean, yep. it, it's just, it's you don't feel like you're in the way. No. They, they really, they, they kind of bring you in and, and make you one of theirs. So. Yeah. Yep. Um, but while that's going on, believe it or not, we've got on the same Monday that they start and the day they finished on the 28th and 30th, we start our stadium qualifiers. Oh, wow. We got our first one at Coosaw Creek on June the 28th. And then our second one is going to be at Woodfin Ridge on June the 30th. Man. Yeah. I'm, we we got to we're gonna start sharing equipment, getting more equipment. We got stuff all over the place. Uh-huh. So, um, but the state and we're excited. You know, we're gonna be at Debadu this year, August the fifth through the eighth, yeah. and we had a total of three hundred ninety-one applications for qualifying. Wow, it's the most we've had, not as long as I can remember. Do you have what's your maximum handicap index? Uh, ten point one okay. to get into that. I could try that. You could try that. I couldn't get into the mid and four ball. Well, but, uh, you, you that's right. <laughs> not without you, a really good partner. A really good partner, but um. You know, you get out there, and, and it's an opportunity. We, we, you know, we're excited again to, to give everybody a chance to come play. Um, yeah. Debadu 
you know, they're in great condition. They're excited to have us the 1st of August. They're always good. That golf course is just great. It depends on what the wind does and how it plays. So mm. we're looking forward to it. And, you know, all these things we mentioned, and we, we won't go into July because I can keep on going and keep right. on going, but all these things I mentioned, you know, as far as registration, following results, um, you can do all that through MySCGA app. So make sure everybody you download that MySCGA app. It's available via Apple, Android. It's free of charge. Yep. You can post your scores. Uh, from from for your handicap purposes, you can get SCGA news. You can do all kinds of good things on there. So it's uh, it, it will be excited to kind of get that going and, and and get get June kind of started and behind us. Sorry, I was just making sure I had the app on my yeah. phone. You, you downloaded it? I have downloaded it, but I need to get with you my Gen stuff to yeah. log in. We'll get you Gen. Yeah, you got to have a Gen number and and your last name to get in there. I think I I got all that. But uh, it's been it's been a great tool. We've had a little over five thousand downloads so far. Um. We, That's great. We opened it up, launched it back January 1. You can um, catch the podcast in there, too, can't you? You can catch the podcast in there. You can go read the Palmetto Golfer magazine through there. Yeah. I mean, it's it's just a it's a handy tool. It's everything. It's right at your fingertips. Yeah. It's it's our website, everything we've got right at your fingertips. And, uh, you know, cl- club directory, it's all there. Right. So, yeah, it's, it's been good. I think I think everybody's liked it. And, uh, you know, again, that good-looking logo catches you right yeah, now. Yes, it does. Open it up. Yes, so. it does. But, uh far as june man it's it's a blur and, and we're not even halfway through it so uh yeah so i just want to mention we you know we we had the great opportunity through the usga we have a us our boat right intern every year and um this year for our usga boat right interns trevor beckham he's a student at south carolina he's working with the south carolina golf association is that a young man modeling the hats the other day yeah. on social media good looking okay. kid yeah. you know yeah nobody else here can model a hat so uh <laughs> he, he uh but he came in. He's going, he's been with us for a little bit now, and is out on the road helping. And we're excited to have him with us. And at the same time, with everything we have going on with the Junior Golf Association, we bring in an intern for the summer for the Junior Golf Association. Mm-hmm. And we're very lucky. Emma Charles yeah. uh, from Anderson University. I had to make sure I get that right. Yeah. Big time, Anderson University. Okay, she'll be a junior next year. Um, and she's been part of the Junior Golf Association for years. She wanted to do it last year. But we'd already had position filled, so yeah. she's come in and. The two of them together have been great, um, so we're, we're excited to have them in. We we try to show them a little bit of everything that association does. You know what all we do, and everything from course rating to marketing oh, yeah. to golf course setup. So yep. it, it's a good opportunity to teach them, and it's kind of interesting to see some of our interns and where they've ended up. You know, we, Kirk was an intern. I was yeah. an intern. Joe Quick. Joe Quick was an intern. Uh, Dalton, who's down at – he's one of the Kiowa. assistant professionals at Kiowa yeah. now. So um, we had an intern uh, – Blake Babbitt, who was up at the yeah. USGA for a while. Is so, he not there anymore? No, I think he's moved to another association, but he's okay. still in the golf business. Okay. So it's it's fun to see these guys that are still in the golf business and, and know yeah. that they kind of started their lick, – licked their chops here to begin yeah. with. Blake's rise to the USGA, he was a great guy. Yeah, he was great. He was you a good know. asset for us once he got up there because I, I I knew things. Right, I had right. <laughs> he had a rabbit that he used to yep. as a pet when he was in the Babbage, here. Babbage Rabbit. I would say about Emma Charles. Emma's one of my favorites. She grew up in the Junior Golf Association during my tenure, and families there from Hartsville. Great family. Yep. You know, and I think she's got a little brother. Hopefully he'll be coming up for too, too long. Well, it's it's good. It's good to see them in there, bring, bring a little energy. They're, I'll tell you what, neither one of them scared to work, Bo. I mean, Trevor's already scrubbed the sign. You know, that's usually the end of the summer thing, but we didn't have – Oh, really? 
we, we couldn't quite get that sign done last summer, so we uh, we, yeah. we broke him in early. <laughs> so talking about the sign on our street in front of our building, he got to scrub that down, and, and he didn't he didn't complain or anything. He did a great job. That's awesome. Yeah, the sign. Did. In fact, he, he did such a good job, Rook made him scrub the trailer after that. Did so, he? Yeah. Uh-huh. So he's gotten all that out of the way. Oh, Rookie, give him a little power. <laughs> so um, one last thing is Emma Charles' uncle is Adam Charles, the golf course superintendent at Verde Greens. That snoozed to me. I didn't yeah, know that. Yeah. Good for him. Golfing family. That's awesome. I had no idea. Yeah, good. Adam's a good guy. Yep. That's good. We're excited. Well, I think before we get to Craig Harris, uh, we got to thank Palmetto Shop for being our sponsor yep. of this show. Always again. good supporters. We appreciate them. Down there off Bluff Road for all your embroidery or company branding needs, yep. so to speak. Uh, I'm going to give you, I don't know if we said this on the podcast. So, Craig Harris and I are old roommates. And we were both NASCAR guys, and this is back. This is in the late '90s, okay, at Florence Country Club. We used to PlayStation Two. We would play a NASCAR game. He was Dale Earnhardt, and I was Jeff Gordon every time. Okay, crazy races, just competitive, and and but we were we. He was moving to Greenville to take this job, and it was the last time we were going to compete. We, like we were moving out the next day, so he and I had one final race, and I beat him. Oh, nice! Yeah, it was it was kind of it was crazy. But do you remind him about that? I I don't. I do. I do. And I can't remember if I did on this episode. That's why I want to make sure I bring it up now. But <laughs> well, you got to get it in while you can. That's right. You find a win. I My mean, man Craig. Yeah, it was a big moment. Like I wanted to win that race. Nice. You know, I love it. But, I love it. We're excited. He, Craig has been good to us. I, it, was, it was fun to do this episode and uh, look look forward again. Our guys are with him today, so yeah, how yeah. appropriate. Well, we are bugging him, probably. Probably so. That probably. dog is terrorizing somebody. Yes, I hope Kirk and Kyle stay away. Stay Here away. we are, Craig oh. Harris. Craig Harris, welcome in to SCGA Off the Hosel. Thanks for the invite. It's our my man from currently at Chanticleer. Greenville. Well, Greenville Country Club, yeah. Used to be just Chanticleer. Used to be just Chanticleer. We give all give all our listeners here some background. Craig and I are old roommates, which I was trying to think of. We've been ninety eight, ninety nine ish. Yep. Yeah. I mean, that's a long time ago. That's when Big Al was Little Al. <laughs> little Al. Yeah, he yeah. was. When did you leave to go to Greenville? Uh, it would have been uh, the spring of two thousand. Yeah. Yeah. My heart was broken when you said you were moving. I was like, oh, I've got to find somewhere to live. Maybe I've got to go back and live with the mom, maybe. Yeah, no, I, yeah. It might have for a little bit. I don't know. But When you went to Greenville in 2000, did you go in as head superintendent? or went in as, as, as the first assistant superintendent. Okay. Um, under, what was his name? Under Jim Matthews. Yep. Um, Steve Anderson was still there at the time. Um, we were getting ready to, to, to do a renovation in uh, tw- in. Uh, of greens that'll been 2001 okay when we were getting ready to do that one so putting in greens or bunkers or what we were re- redoing the whole place we just we flattened the whole th- whole thing and started back really over again yeah huh took it back kind of to where reese's dad had it okay yeah it, it, it been a lot of years since it had had been re- been done by him and it you know we kind of reclaimed a lot of the a lot of the was stuff that, was that your first construction project uh, no, first one was uh, actually at the surf club. Um, we re- redid uh, greens, tees, and fairways there. Uh, wow. Switched over from Bermuda at the time to Bentgrass at surf club. At the surf club, mm. which now it's since it's gone back to Bermuda. Yeah, um, it's just whatever the flavor is. <laughs> so, um, surf club was was my first kind of foray into the- seeing all that stuff. See seeing how it's done. All right, so you're from Chesney, South Carolina, correct? 
Yes. Chesney. And I learned it. Uh, I'd never heard of Chesney, I don't think, before, well, Craig. Kevin Roberts told me kind of how it was he, with the, with the you know, the hand to the knee and, or the hand to the chest and the hand to the knee, Ch- Chesney. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. It's a, I mean, that's a little small town. You just see it. You know, you're going up, up 85 there, and you see the one little sign, yeah. Chesney. <laughs> and, um, you know, locals call it Chesney. Okay. And but that's not right. Well, that's right by the locals. Okay. But now everyone that's not from Chesney calls it Chesney. Okay. So we say, we like, no, that's not right. It's Chesney. Chesney. And where did you grow up playing golf? Uh, Chesney Country Club. Okay. Um, actually, there's a lot of our better golfers that, that played a lot of their golf at, at Chesney Country Club. You got Kevin and, and uh, TJ Hines. Yep. Um, you know, um, just it, it's it's really back to the basics. And you, you're back playing there. I play there a little bit every okay. once in a while. Um, I play most of my golf at Meadowbrook. Okay, golf okay. course up in Rutherford. Yeah, um, it's just another little place you can you go and you get on the first tee and everyone's there. All right, I got you. I got you. <laughs> Me and you just got to hit them too, and, and it's it's a fun place to play. Nice. Um, they still call you Warbird. Still call me Warbird. And was that from the Callaway Warbird? That's from the Callaway Warbird. I was back when I before I got into the golf business. I was kind of one of the first ones at Chesney Country Club that bought the new Warbird. I got you. And it was about three weeks later I'd already cracked the head in. <laughs> you know, I just recently got rid of my last Warb Callaway. I had a three plus Warbird, <laughs> and Chris Sparrow at Columbia Country Club made fun of me, so I had to get rid of it. They were good. They were good hey, clubs. That three plus was incredible. I love that club. Yeah, that's how me and Al. You know, I didn't really know Al, and I was going out to play when I first got there, and Alan wanted to play, and I was like, let's go play, let's go play 18. Nice. And uh, during during the round, we were just playing, and I was like, I, got, I need to find a roommate because <laughs> I'm not making hardly anything. And, and uh, This is when you're at Florence, right? At Florence. And uh, he was he was like, well, you know, I'm, I'm looking to, to get out. And, yeah. And we were, we were like, well – you can move in, man. I need somebody to help me pay the bills. I was telling Biff, so I was probably – I know I turned 21 when we were living together because I remember somebody brought me a six-pack of beer. But <laughs> So I must have been 20 when we moved in. But Danny, who I was living with, assistant pro at the time, yep. I told Biff earlier, I didn't have any couth, let's say, back then. <laughs> he was out of town, and you said something to me about it. I was like, yeah, I'll move in. Yeah. And I moved in before he even came back home. He came home, and I didn't I, – no notice, no nothing. I just was gone. That's yeah. that's pretty similar to to my roommate. Well, the buddy from Chesney, you know, he's the one that taught me into getting into the business. And uh, you know, we were just all sitting out there, Chesney Country Club. When you get done, you know, drinking a couple beers, and you know, we were all just flat broke. None of us had any money, and trying to figure out what we wanted to do. You know, we didn't want to stay in school for the next four or five years. And um, Eric's like, "Hey, man." I know this guy works. He's a superintendent. Works at this local golf course. He he makes fifty thousand dollars a year, <laughs> and he gets to play golf for free anywhere he wants to. <laughs> right then, I was like, "Sign me up! <laughs> Sign me up! Let's go!" <laughs> so, you know, we do all the stuff. Get ready. <clears throat> go down to Ori. Is that where you went to school? Went to school at Ori Georgetown. Okay. And uh, two years. Two year. Yeah. Uh, I took a lot of my stuff. Took some other courses at. Uh, Spartanburg Tech that would transfer in you know, yeah. some some botany courses and things like that, and uh, so we moved down. I moved down a couple of days ahead of him, and luckily we had a member at 
Chesney Country Club who owned a little beach house in North Myrtle Beach, Second Avenue South, I mean, right <laughs> dead center of North Myrtle Beach. And uh, I'm there a few days to go ahead and get a job at the surf club. And uh, Eric, my buddy, he comes down two or three days later. He gets there just in time to go to his first class. When he goes to his first class, you know, meanwhile, I get out of class, I go to work the first day. Well, his first day, I come in, there's a note there on the table. Craig, I'm sorry, I met this girl. I think she's the one. Sorry, man, here's this month's rent. I'm going back to check. Oh, wow. <laughs> so, so, I mean, that was, it was not a, it was a pretty rough start for wow. me. I mean, it was kind of my last deal. You know, she, my mom had said, I'm not giving you any more money. Figure it out. Here's 500 bucks. That's it. You're not getting, you know, no more, no more freebies. So how'd you, how'd you work it out? Did you get somebody in there? Oh, it, that was a, another rough one. I, I put an ad in paper back then. It was, yeah. You know, oh yeah. You had to put an ad in paper and I got a local assistant pro that answered okay. it. And, um, so he's, he's in there about three or four weeks. All of a sudden I go to, I go to cash a check. I don't have any money in the bank. Mm. Well, this guy had, Went into my room, stole checks out of my oh, wow. and started writing checks. So it took me a month to chase all those checks down to all Man. these banks, going back and forth to the banks, and oh. and uh, it was it was I a rough start that. down there. It was, and in the meantime, I had an old an old RX seven, and that thing. I mean, half the time when you went out to crank it, it wouldn't even start. <laughs> <laughs> Man, so how long did you, were you at Surf Club post graduation? Uh, you stayed down there probably. Post graduation, I'd say about eight months. Okay, um, got an opportunity there at Florence, um, and and took it. Funny, I didn't know if I was going to take the job because um, I knew Florence. Florence was hot. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, <laughs> I was I was I was headed back into Myrtle bent, Beach. Bent grass at the time. Bent grass yeah. was 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 at Florence, and uh, we had I had a bag phone back then. Yeah. yeah. All right, so I'm headed in back into the beach, just kind of riding all the way up the road, thinking I don't know if I want to do this or not, because I, I had a really good relationship with Brian Keck at the time, and uh, bam, I hit beach traffic. <laughs> I was sitting there on 501 in beach traffic, and I'm like, yeah. I called Scott Saver, and I'm like, I'll be there in two weeks. <laughs> that was it. But. Uh, yeah, that was, that's beach, how I got started. Beach traffic ain't got much better either. Yeah. <laughs> no, <laughs> I know. No, those were, so. Uh, what did you think of Florence Club when you were there? It was it was a step up, yeah. and, you know, at the time. Um, you know, I was really excited to to get the, get my career started. Yeah, um, didn't know how tough it was going to be. Did you, you come know, in as head superintendent, uh, assistant, assistant that my, there? That was my very first assistant job. Okay, yeah. Um, it was it was a trying two years. I was when 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 Greenville come calling, I was more than ready to. I remember to, to the go. I remember the weekends when you'd have to syringe greens. You know, it was every other weekend because there was another assistant in theory or somebody else who would take He's the other weekend assistant. Yeah, and uh, but it wasn't necessarily a constant position. I don't remember. Was it? No, I think we had Hugh for maybe Hugh was yeah. there maybe a year. I liked Hugh. <laughs> Hugh was a good dude. He was yeah. absolutely. Hugh Hugh was smart enough. He figured out really quickly he wasn't in turf grass. I don't yeah. want to do this. Yeah, he was a Bobby Labonte yeah, fan. He's not one that. of the dummies like me that stayed in it for thirty years. <laughs> yeah. Well, I remember not long ago 
probably within the last year or two, I saw you somewhere, and I said, you're going to do bent grass the rest of your life. And you're like, nope. <laughs> Just <laughs> very quickly, nope. Yeah, it's, I mean, you know, it's, I don't really want to go down that bent versus Bermuda oh, rabbit know. hole. It's. Have you ever, let me ask you this, because I heard Matthew Wharton say this on a different podcast. Have you ever seen anybody that's gone from bent to Bermuda back to bent? I don't know if I've ever heard of anybody. I haven't heard anyone. Maybe it was you know someone that changed jobs, changed locations yeah. that that did that. Um, it's you're still bent at Chanticleer. still bent at Chanticleer. Um How many fans you got? A per, you need about two fans. I've per got grain. one fifty-inch fan per grain. Would you rather have two? Absolutely. Yeah, I'd rather have three, <laughs> <laughs> especially in July and August. Absolutely. Did the golfers ever cut them off and forget to cut them on? Absolutely, yeah. and. and you know, some of those fans, <clears throat> when you cut them off, cut them on so many times, you have belts that break and things yeah. like that. And it, that tends to make the superintendent upset when they yeah. find a fan that's off and then they start to turn it on and then the belt breaks. You know, it's kind of like that fluorescent bulb when in your garage that you leave on all the time yeah. and it will run for 10 years. Yeah. yeah. And then you cut it on and off and it's dead after a month. Exactly. I, I remember seeing a kid at the blade, that thorn blade, walk up and cut a fan off. And I first time I was, I was like, man, that's – pretty gutsy because i wouldn't want to go mess with that fan and you know well i wouldn't do it if craig was sitting there i wouldn't do it i can promise you that (laughs) yeah we we try to i mean for for our major events that are held during the warm warmer seasons you know the cnsi our member guests um we have the state ams um you know we'll we'll cut them off i mean you know three or four or five days isn't going to make that much of a difference you know if you go a week or two without a fan on yeah um i've personally seen it make a make a big difference i would think I, i mean they are vital absolutely to the health of the green absolutely. well and i mean the where we are in this you know we like you said you, this could go on forever this debate but it, it's not getting any cooler in july and august <laughs> around here so i mean it's uh it's, it's necessary the problem i see is it's now it's it's stretching into september and yes. october here the last four or five years i mean you know, we had the mid-am there at riverside, riverside and it was 98 degrees God, the first week of so october so hot it was so yeah. hot, and some of the best Bermuda greens we've ever put on at Riverside. By the way, well, it's pretty fortunate. Um, you know, it's you know I got Eric Martin at Riverside. Um, he does a great job. Uh, got Jeff Stover at, at Chanticleer Course. Um, those are the two superintendents that are that are underneath me, and they do a great job. It's good to have a good team. I mean, that's, that's what it takes to make, yeah. especially with what you're dealing with. And and for those of you not aware, at Greenville Country Club, the Chanticleer and the Riverside Course, it's not out of one clubhouse. There's couple miles in between i'm thinking um so it's not like craig can just jump out of, he's, he's not working out of one maintenance facility he's, he's got a couple different places yeah it's it's tough i think my my old company truck i put about a hundred thousand miles just going between the two guys oh wow that's wow. incredible it's it was a lot of miles back and forth are you responsible for all grounds yes tennis courts not tennis courts I mean, well the the flowers around the tennis courts no. Okay. We have we have a couple of separate guys that kind of just take care of that their own little area right there, and it, gotcha. it helps us a lot that, that that they do that, and they do a good job at, at doing what they do. How's the new clubhouse? Is it is a pain in the butt from from a, you know a superintendent standpoint? Is everything working good for me? No, because it was a chance for us to to update all our plants, update all of irrigation, and now everything's automated. Okay. Used to it was. You know, had to go turn a valve on or yeah. whatever. Now it's automated. We just punch a button and it 
comes up. I thought it was fancy back in the day when you got that radio <laughs> that you could punch. <laughs> yeah. Seriously. Oh, yeah. Now now we do it with the phone. Do we you, don't have radios anymore. Do you really? Yeah, we just, if I want something to come on, I just get into that program and I can turn on whatever head I want to through the phone. Wow. Remember that time somebody stole a radio and they were teasing Scott Severance? A, a kid stole one somehow and was uh, talking, <laughs> talking yeah. to him. He's like, I bet you want me back, don't you? And, oh, wow. <laughs> and Scott was like, listen. If I find you. He goes, we got about an hour till this thing dies. Just give it back, no questions asked. <laughs> wow. Yeah, and if you know Severance, Severance can be fiery. And, yeah. Uh, um, that's where I – you know, I, I wasn't as, as as fiery as as I as I was once I got there and left there. I think I like to tell people that Severance is the one that taught me how to cuss. Right. Yeah. <laughs> That's great. Oh man, somebody got to teach you. Exactly. <laughs> and I, I think I've asked you this before. I'm, we're going to put it on air now. You are not Grumpy Super on Twitter, correct? Absolutely, I'm not Grumpy Super. Okay, Kyle Maloney out of the SCGA office wanted me <laughs> to confirm that. Yeah, he swears <laughs> it's, it's Craig, and that was, it's, but I, he's he denied it for years. So, yeah. Yeah. This, so Timmy knows I am tech savvy enough that I could do it. Okay, but I hear it's in the, it, it, I don't have a lot of time to to do that stuff, that kind of stuff. Right, but you agree with a lot of what's posted, don't you? Mostly, I would say ninety nine point eight percent. That's why we thought it was Craig Harris. Yeah. It just—it sounds like something Craig would say. Uh, Wheels. That was the back path. in the day, you know. But, but you know, I, I think I've, you know, calmed down a lot. I have, yeah. over, over where I was, where I was twenty years ago. Yeah. So I'm thinking also about the state amateur that Keenan set the record. Yeah, well, you know, my first state amateur I did at, at Chanticleer was an 03 when Bill Haas won it. Okay. Yep. Um, Current Chanticleer member, I believe, correct? Yes. Yeah. I think he shot rounds of 70, 70, 70, 70 and won it uh, eight under par. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. Um, wow. So that was my first you know, experience. and um, But then more recently with Craig and I really and truly was when he, he and I really started working together and enjoying our time together, I think. I, I did. I don't know if he did. But I brought I brought disaster every time oh, I came. absolutely. Oh, yeah, I'm going to talk about that storm. Yeah. <laughs> that, it was 2015, though, is when we were there for the when, when Keenan won. Yeah. Yeah, the, the, like a tree got zapped, like a bunch of stuff. Yeah, happened. I mean, well, we knew that Biff was coming, so we knew that at some point during the week there was going to be some, some terrible weather. Right. And, uh, yeah, we had a big thunderstorm come through, and – and uh, lightning struck a tree behind That's the 18T, and it went through the tree, gets into our irrigation main line, and blows the main line out. So yeah. while that tournament's going on, I've got three or four guys were out there, out there digging that up while the tournament was going on. Well, we were having to hit over them. I mean, it, it, listen, we were standing there in a little golf shop up there, and we with the lightning hit, and everybody, whoa, and then all of a sudden you hear this depressurization i guess coming from the sprinkler system around so what in the heck is this and then then that's when craig dropped the bomb so not only did we not he had the fans off for the, that that was on thursday evening so friday saturday sunday we had the fans off we had no water on yeah. these bent grass greens exactly i didn't remember that yeah we, in in the first week of august yeah and did you bunker like, it was a downpour i think wasn't yeah, it like it, the bunkers it destroyed washed the bunkers and, yeah um <laughs> other than that it was a great couple first days no, it was a great tournament but those are the kind of things you got to deal with all the time. Yeah, it's pretty much all the time, and it's you know the guys in the pro shop at Chanticleer they kind of know me now. Is is you know around about January, February, March, my blood pressure's just kind of kind of level. Yeah, and May, June, July, they know in August that. No, I probably shouldn't even call Craig with something really small. Yeah, he's yeah, yeah. probably not going to like it. 
So in preparation for stuff for South Carolina Golf Association tournaments and, and other organizations, what do you do? I mean, I know you're trying – you probably have an idea on green speed yep. where you want them. Yeah, uh, it's – you know, with the green speed, it's all temperature-related, especially that time of year, you know, July, August, when we, when we have those – the state am and yeah. – you know, if it's cool, you know, we're able to get out there and double cut and roll and, and keep the height down if it's warm. You know, we're kind of at the mercy of Mother Nature. You know, we'll have to single cut and not roll because we, you know, we have to manage for the, the whole year, one year, five years. You know, we can't right. just manage for, for one one week yeah. time frame. Right. Um, yeah, I mean, it's on the bent grass, it's tough in August. And yeah. That's usually when we have those state ams and, and you know, it, I don't like it from one standpoint as I can't quite – Get them where you want I can't them. do what, what I want to yeah. with the greens in August. Right, the firmness and the – Exactly. Yeah. And, and that's one, you know, from our standpoint too, when we come and look at these golf courses and where we're going, and, and, and there has been a move to, to the Bermuda grasses, Florence, like you talked about, and um, Riverside. But, you know, we have to take into consideration of that. And I think all of our players and participants probably – I don't know if they quite do understand, but you are limited at those times of years to what exactly – Musgrove is a good example. We went for the amateur not long ago, and we had a cool, if you want to call it a cool week. It was 92, I think, for an high. <laughs> yeah. uh, but still, Will Holroyd was working his tail off to keep things. Yeah. And, and, you know, I, people don't understand that everything that goes on in the background, what y'all are doing out there at 5 o'clock in the morning and then sometimes until 7, 8 o'clock at night, especially out there syringing and everything else. It's It's incredible. Yeah. It's a, a it's a lot of it's a lot of long hours and, and and that's where some of the you know it's it's hard to find any of our college grads that that wanted that wanted to go to a bent grass golf course because you know most of them know by now they've already heard all the horror stories yeah. and you know and, and and I don't blame them you know if I could go to a Bermuda grass course and make the same money that I'm going to make on the bent grass. Why wouldn't I go to the bent grass, to the Bermuda grass golf course? Right. You know, it's it's uh, you, you got to really take pride in, in in what you're doing, and you just have to, you know, we just we take pride in it because hardly anyone else is bent grass around there, and yeah, it's it's a you know y- we're bent grass. Y'all still syringing? Do you have to? Yeah, we do. We do in the summertime. Yeah, uh, I know uh, Kyle Trainum at Willow Creek went from bent recently yes. to a. a yep. You know, some type of small Bermuda grass, and jokes are, I guess he gets takes afternoon afternoons off. He doesn't have to go water them anymore. You know, <laughs> absolutely. Craig's place was the first time I saw the uh, digital thermometer, for lack of better terms, oh, yeah. Yeah. meters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's probably been the the single biggest improvement to managing the bent grass has been those little moisture meters. Because yeah. you know, before we either used probes or so we didn't we didn't have a good idea of if it really needed water. You know, with with those moisture meters. It really helps us be able to dial them in and say, "All right, no, we can go one more day without water, and then we'll water mm-hmm. the next night." It's it has absolutely helped with the prep work. And, and and again, for those of you out there listening that might not be fully aware, but you know, just getting up there and putting water on a bent grass green isn't necessarily the the overall goal. I mean, it, it's because too much water in hot weather will will boil the roots. Yeah, correct? Absolutely. So you got to put it in the right spot. Yeah, kind of what happens to the bent grass is it. If it gets too wet, you know, there's in, underneath there, there's the soil, and the soil has both water and oxygen in it. And when you have those thunderstorms in, in, in the afternoons when it's July or August, more water gets in there and it takes the place of that oxygen. So it's all water. So it more or less just just drowns and, and then the heat just bakes. Yep. Um, yeah, you can see them turn purple too, can't you? <laughs> 
<laughs> I mean, not from that, but I guess when they start wilting. Yeah, it, it's it's uh, you know the the art of, of I call it an art. Oh, yeah. of, of of wilt watching. It's not a lot of people can do it. I mean, I've had assistants come in that just couldn't catch on to it. It's it's a uh, you got to have a there's a, there's an eye for it, and some people don't have it. Well, I used to wonder at Florence when you would have to go out on Saturday afternoon. I was probably playing golf or something. But you would go from eleven green over to fourteen, back over to three. I guess you knew where what, you know. Yeah, and sometimes that's just play. You know, that's okay. You know, all right, you got someone coming down eleven fairway. All right, there's no one on fourteen. I'm gonna shoot, shoot over to gotcha, fourteen right gotcha. quick. Uh, and that's that goes into that art of of wilt watching. Yeah. You know, um, I know golfers don't like it, but it's it's something that has to be done. You ever had anybody hit a ball at you while you're doing it? Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. more than once. I bet they never did it again. <laughs> <laughs> um, it, it's tough because what happens when someone hits into you, it's, it, it scares you mad. Because okay. if you're sitting there when you got that hose and a ball lands right next to you, first of all, it scares you. And then you're like, why is he hitting that ball into me? Right. And then it makes you mad. And, and I always have to tell my guys, you, you got a little bit of time before that golfer gets up there calm yourself down before he gets there because well, and you bring that up right now and you know during the time and age we're in you and i talked about this a little bit but you know with, with during covid and the golf blowing up right now <laughs> people playing more golf than ever um you know i, I tell people that the, the hard part is the only people are really suffering right now are these superintendents because you can't you're having a heck of a time getting out there to get what you need to get done absolutely I mean, it's been, been been very tough um you know i think in 2019 Grim country club we did record rounds in 2019 and then last year COVID year we did 23 percent more than we did on top of the record rounds we did in 2019 wow with uh, a lot of single rider carts too single rider carts and that single the single rider carts that just that just doubles the traffic yeah. on these golf courses and we we see it now that right. we came out of winter time we see a lot of a lot of that traffic damage where we had double the double the traffic we see it in our area yeah. where golfers drive off and on yeah, well, I think again. I think from 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 a common golfer that, that goes out there, and those are things that we don't consider. I put myself into that. And, you know, when those carts going off in the same same track, same path, and uh, you know, if you're doing one or you're doing two, you're going to double up your traffic. Absolutely. Absolutely. I think just in time for Craig to be here, we got a little weeder working uh, we in the do. background. We do. You <laughs> <laughs> must have known you're coming. I know. We were we're at Holly Tree Country Club today recording, and uh, last time we were at the Heritage Club. And we had enough pool there to get them to stop the weed eater. I don't think we have enough pool here. <laughs> we'll, but, we'll get with it. Yeah. Uh, I got a silly agronomy question. Let's say your greens are rolling 10. You've cut them. And now you're going to roll them, okay, with a roller. What are they going to roll? Well, how much does that add? A foot? I'd say it, it depends. Um, you know, if, if you've already got them really groomed and down tight, you may not pick up but a half a foot. Okay. If it's a greens that hadn't been rolled in a month, you, you you may pick up a foot just just by getting that roller on there and smoothing it out a little more. Do you roll other than tournaments? Uh, during our growing season on each, um, we will roll. Uh, we'll roll normally on a, on a Friday or okay. Sunday or a Thursday, Friday. It just depends when our bigger groups are playing, playing at, at each golf course. It's not um, a daily? Definitely not a daily. That's yeah. – one of the things that, that we learned is on, on the bent grass that, that I learned over the last 20 years on the A1 specifically is it does not like being rolled when it's above 90 degrees. <laughs> really? Yeah, you're asking for problems. How does it react when you do that? It does not like it. Okay. It, it just 
does all kind of different stuff. Turns purple. Yeah. And it just, you know, it's it's the way I put it is is if say you were standing out there and it was hot and you didn't feel good, couldn't hardly breathe, and then you stuck your hand out and then somebody rolled a roller over your hand, that's gonna hurt. Right. 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 All right. Well, you're you're damaging that. Whether you think you are or not, you're damaging that grass with a roller. That makes sense. All right. So. Uh, Real quick, you mentioned the stint meter, and I've run across different superintendents that have different mentalities. The stint meter measurement, when people ask you what it's rolling, are you you okay with that? Do you keep yeah, do you do that daily, or is that something I, you work on? You know, we do it. I'd say on the average three to four times a week, okay. and, and it's I use it as a tool to see if I need to do more. Right, you know, I need to do more grooming or more top dressing or or maybe roll one day when we when we don't roll. Um, I use it that way much more than. Hey, we're rolling fourteen. Look at today. us. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Well, because you know, we we go to places where, say, you know, gosh, they got these Bermuda greens, and we're there, and they want to see how fast they can get them. I'm yeah. like, guys, we're, we're dealing. It's the senior championship. These guys are 55 <laughs> and older. They yeah. don't need 13. We when we were at uh, Columbia Country Club, and was it 06 for the amateur yeah. when Jeff Cannell was there, and I, I told Jeff to quit stimping them. They got so daggone fast. Yeah. We don't we don't want to know at this point in time. Yeah. So. Yeah. I mean, there's times when when we want to, you know, we'll 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 muscle up a little bit, you know, for a state am or or you know for for a, a mid am or right. whatever you know we did we went through the same thing with the mid am over there i mean we pretty much stopped rolling i yeah. think it was about wednesday kind of had to he was like craig quit it man <laughs> yeah, yeah. They're, they're turning colors craig <laughs> so how big of a challenge was it when you had both golf courses all of a sudden riverside's under your purview too um it was it was it was a lot bigger challenge um more so just with my time yeah. just just trying to 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 get a new program started over at the riverside golf course and, and then trying to keep the program that we had been doing for 20 years at, at chanticleer um the the biggest issue was just my time split between the two and did y'all redo the greens at riverside we did what'd you um, what'd you go with we went with uh champion okay it seems are they making more many many Bermudas than they are? Is bent grass research falling behind, or is there well, new grasses there's, there? There's probably still more newer bent grasses come out. Okay. I'm just surprised there's not a heat tolerant one yet. Um, I think the research is kind of going away from heat tolerant bent grass because of the ultra dwarfs. Yeah, you know, they just they're not putting their resources in the seed companies into trying to create those grasses because. There's, that market is so small now. Right. That makes sense. Well, and I'll tell you, you know, we, we, we've referred to the mid-amateur a couple of times. We were at the mid-amateur Riverside, I think it was three years ago, maybe 18. Um, and, you know, this was kind of our first dip on that course after he went to Bermuda and a champion. And I'm telling you, I had more compliments from our contestants about how good those greens were. I mean, I had two guys that had gone to play Augusta recently, and they said, I, you know, didn't compare. Absolutely. Um, I mean, it, it was a fantastic product. And congratulations to you and your well, team for, for making that happen. I don't think I've played them yet, but I did play – I got to play nine holes previously on the bent grass yep. and the front nine, and they putted so pure. <laughs> and when I heard y'all redoing them, I was kind of sad. I mean, <laughs> it's not like I would get to play there often. But I was like, oh, they can't touch those. Yeah, that's the – we're – Hopefully here in, in, in two years we're going to redo Chanticleer. Uh, we, you know, we've started the, the talks. Um, Champions. You know, well. That's it, part of the talks. <laughs> that's, that's part of it. And, 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 you know, we don't, you know, if we, if we really wanted to go Bermuda grass as, as, as agronomist, you know, we, would, we wouldn't do as good of a job as we're doing now. We're almost 
if we really wanted it, we're almost our worst enemy because, you know, the Greens are still so good at Chanticleer. Yeah. Um, and it's, 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 it's hard for them. It's hard for our members to, to want to make that decision. And I, I've kind of left it up to them. You know, I just provide them with, with facts yep. and, right. about both grasses, and, and I'm going to, you know, we're going to let them make that decision. I, I tell you, coming from a state golf association, that we're fortunate enough to play, you know, 365 a year and, and have to find places to go play these golf tournaments 365 a year. It, it, it's to have those bent grass greens is wonderful in October, November, December, January, February, maybe. I mean, but then you know, the rest of the time, you, you're doing everything you can to keep them going, Absolutely. keep them, keep them healthy. Yeah. Uh, not only just putting good, but just keep them healthy. Uh, so I, 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 I've seen the changes. Debadoo jumps out at me. Uh, Florence jumped out at me. Riverside jumps out at me when people ask, and that, that's my, those are my examples of how how good these grasses are and these Bermuda grasses are now. It's incredible. Yeah, yeah we, we've posed them a, a tough, a difficult question because. Sure. You know, Eric does such a good job over there. Their greens are always good over there. Jeff does such a good job over there. Those greens are always good. So it's a – they're having a difficult time right. with the decision. Yep, I can see it. All right, so let's go ahead and get that dog out of the way. <laughs> that damn dog. Yeah, that damn dog. I think, that's I think Biff knows the, the, the shop dog. That's my notes right there. <laughs> that damn dog. Uh, what's your dog's name? Shanty. Shanty, okay. But she she only answers to hate. All right. And only to him. <laughs> exactly. And it was a, it was a stray dog. Stray dog. Uh, it was just running around a neighborhood. Had a broken you know leash on it. And um, my old mechanic at the time, Bill Ray, she's a dog and cat lover. And uh, he kind of kind of coaxed her up in there and started feeding her. And you know the first day I was like adamant, I, we're not going to have a dog in here. <laughs> and uh, she kind of laid uh, some bamboo back behind my office, and she laid up in that bamboo all day. She got bit by a snake. It, while, the, while in the bamboo? While in the bamboo. And, uh, you know, the guys find her. You know, she's just laying there. And I said, all right. Alex was the assistant then. And I said, Alex, all right, here's the money. Take her to the vet. <laughs> you know, get her what we need her. If she survives, we'll keep her. Wow. And uh, she survived the snake bite. And is it your dog, though, now? Or is it a shop dog? It's kind of the shop dog. Okay. It's a yeah. mean dog. She's only mean to people she don't know. She is okay. She knows everyone in that shop. We're kind of her in her pride or whatever. Right. And um, every person that walks through there, she knows exactly who they are, and and she hits them up every morning. Everybody that walks through there knows that they have to give her a little bite of their biscuit or a little snack or. And she'll really? walk at them if she don't if they don't give it to her. <laughs> Maybe that's where we messed up out. Yeah, we, we didn't yeah. we didn't bring her a biscuit the first time. I was re- reliving that state amateur, <laughs> and it might have been that actual day of the bad storm. Yeah, might have been where I was in the cart with Biff, and we went to your shop. Yep, and it had, it was on a chain. And dang, if Biff didn't pull me up to a foot off of where this dog, the Max, yeah. like I, I couldn't get out. Uh, yeah, crawl through the driver's side. I was ready to jump out, to be honest yeah. with you. But that, just. Yeah, she's she's been a good way to, you know, any new guys that come up, you know, she kind of, she's one that, she either accepts them or she does, she does. Does, does she go on the golf course like a regular golf course? Yeah, golf? she rides pretty much every day with with Jeff, okay, the superintendent over there, and, and you know she loves Jeff just like she loves everyone else. But she's she's to me and Jeff, she's kind of you know she's right. But we're, we're her owners. Anybody on the golf course, she's not going to bark at her or bite. No, she doesn't bark at them. Okay, I mean, we're we're very careful to not let her 
yeah. let her get off out of the cart because there's been a few select people that she's bit. Um, oh, really? Oh, yeah. yeah I'll tell you, it would have been me if Biff would have driven <laughs> on the foot. I knew where the boundaries were. Yeah. But it's mostly, mostly you know, our suppliers. She she kind of keeps some of them out of there that, that you don't want in there. <laughs> I was about to say, you got certain companies you keep out. <laughs> yeah. You got uh, Alan Corbin, I'm sure you're talking about. Oh, yeah. Alan, he's, he's tried his best for seven or eight years to get that dog to like him. Uh-huh. He just don't come by there enough. You know, he'll give her a little cracker or something yep. like that every time he comes up. Hey, name a nicer person than Alan Corbin. I Not mean, one on earth. It's tough, isn't it? That's, 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 as, that's as good as they come. And what, I don't know if I might have to edit this out. You know they sell a lot to Augusta. Yes. Yeah, but they don't talk about it. Right. right. Yeah. Exactly. We, we yeah. shouldn't either probably. Yeah, that's why I'll probably <laughs> cut that out. Yeah, we had a uh, story. We had a, a chemical that they don't make anymore, and I still had a little bit of it left. And it's a chemical that Augusta National uses. So I, I tried to – get that into some tickets yeah yeah and it was a straight no uh, yeah. we don't care if you got it and we can't get it <laughs> you're not getting those tickets you know that's the one group organization they 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 do what absolutely they want to do and they can tell you no and yeah. exactly man have you you've been to augusta yep when you, you get to go you can go well maybe not covid times but as yeah a, i've been a. you know just walk through the gate several times just using my superintendent's card and right pretty lucky you know every once in a while somebody will We'll throw us one of the uh, Berkman's passes. Ooh. Whoa, whoa, time out, time out. You've yeah. been to Berkman's? Oh, yeah. That's – that's surprised they got you out of there. <laughs> yeah, <I know>. Absolutely. <laughs> that's on my bucket list. That can get on Willie Nelson's bus. But I, got, yeah, I haven't been to Berkman's either. So. Yeah, that's good. You don't realize – because they maintain those greens at Berkman's exactly like the greens on the golf course. And, and I've played a lot of golf and played some really quick greens. But, you know, I got out there on that first – you put through a little putting course there. Right. And I got out there on that first first hole, and it's just a little bit uphill. And, you know, they had a putter there exactly like the putter that I own. They got, you know, a couple hundred putters. Yeah, it's not putt-putt-putter. No, it's right. not putt-putt-putters. And I'm telling you, I putted the first one off the green uphill. Wow. It really? Just, just jacked it right <laughs> off off the green. <laughs> oh, man. How who'd you go with? Anybody I know or remember? Or? Uh, I actually went with one of my assistants, Jordan Strange. Yeah. Um, it was lucky enough that uh, John Deere had had some extra and called up and said, uh, hey, you want to go? So that's who I need to talk to is Revels <laughs> or Greenville Turf. It's hard to get one. Okay. It's, I hit them up every year, and, you know, like I say, I've only gotten them one time. I hear you. That's great. Man, I've heard – I never even heard about that place until a few years ago when Kyle – Yeah, Kyle and Rook made their appearance there one time. Um, yeah. yeah, it's, it's – Man, it's something else. Absolutely. You know, I heard Jordan's name. What wasn't Jordan? One, didn't he? Isn't he the one that filmed the the picker on fire at the range? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I think he, we had like a million follows or something. That was like incredible. That. What happened? <laughs> so we get the call one day. It was during the summer, and somebody's like, the "Picker's on fire! Picker's on fire!" <laughs> up at Shannon. And, yeah. And and Jordan gets up there, and he and it's a, a golf ball got caught in between the the hub and the. And the tire, and that's what caught it, caught it on fire. Really? When he gets up there, I mean, it's blazing, and by the and he can't you can't do anything about it. I mean, he's trying to get a irrigation head, get plugged into an irrigation head to get some water on it. But in about three or four minutes, that thing burnt to the ground. Wow! Yeah, yeah it went, but it, you need to find it. It was the dangest <laughs> thing I've ever seen. I mean, it was like Craig said, it wasn't I nothing never, you could do at that no. point in time. I never <laughs> saw that. Blaze. I can only imagine what everybody thought around Santa Claus, that black smoke coming up <laughs> off that driving range too. Exactly. All right, let's do a quick PSA about 
standing in one spot and putting. <laughs> you want to talk about that real quick? Because it can kill grass, can it not? Absolutely. It's of course it's definitely worse on the on the bent grass. Yeah, I'm mainly referring to bent. Um, and standing in one point, one spot. Once you see it start to turn purple, then you've done damage to it. Okay. That's when you need to move. Yeah. Um, before that, really, but before that, preferably you you want them to at, at least stand on a on a towel yep. or something like that, so it at least slows that process down to where you're going to do the damage. How long does it take to do the damage? Not, I mean, 10, 15 uh, minutes? If you put that same putt for about five minutes, you've done damage. Right. Can we throw bug spray in the same conversation? Uh, <laughs> bug spray is worse because it's a it's like one-day kill. Yep. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. If anybody's yeah. ever seen it, you, you spray your feet down, you come back next day, and it is there's yeah. your feet. Spray the bug spray on the carpet. There you that go. We used to, there you go. We used to have to do Remember that. that? Yeah, yeah. Pull it off the first tee and put it across the path. So. Yeah. <laughs> I learned I learn from the best. What's the uh, what's one of the wildest things you've ever seen on the golf course? Maybe not Shannon Clear, but anywhere you've been. <laughs> He did come from Chesney. <laughs> I know, I know. Yeah, probably. I mean, I've seen cars in bunkers. That's probably the biggest. Really? Uh, it's, and, I've, and, and I've seen cars, like, off a, off one of the cliffs over at number two at Riverside. You know, the guy, I don't know how he realized he was getting ready to go off in the creek. But really? Stopped. But, wow. uh, yeah, we get there one morning, and there's a, there's a car sitting there in the bunker on number nine, right in front of the green. Man. Was there anybody in it? No one in it. Yeah. Uh, we had one guy over at Chanticleer. He tried to drive in front of three green. There's a creek in front of three green with a little small path. So he runs his truck off into it. Mm. And Why was he the out time, there? By the time Jeff gets out there, you know, the guy's standing there, and the guy's trying to pull his truck out with like a bungee cord. <laughs> <laughs> and oh, then when, once the cops show up, of course, he, he takes off. Gone. <laughs> yeah. Man, that's crazy. I don't think I've ever seen anything like that. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I mean, I, you know, I, you talk about that. This was over when Chuck was over there at Riverside. Still, um, Carl Stefkin, I, the head professional there, we were taking a tour and we were coming down. Is it is it fourteen that comes down the hill beside down the, hill. the? So he and I come down. The grass is a little bit wet, and he's driving. And all of a sudden, that back tire slipped out from underneath us, and we started sliding. <laughs> and you could see it coming. And we hit that cart, that road, and, and that cart flipped over. And there's Carl and I laying on top of each other. And we had to get Chuck, superintendent, yeah. came to save us. Had to get us to flip the cart back over. And yeah, we've had going. some had some other issues with with Timmy Krieger. Oh yeah, her, yeah, her <laughs> director. You can tell Timmy any any Timmy stories you want to. Uh, couple two of them okay as we used to host we, we didn't host the bmw we had part of the bmw and uh we actually found a disease because of timmy it's, <laughs> and we named it timmy blight nice. wow you ever see us two on twitter going back and forth yeah uh but it's caused by going too fast with gasoline in the back of your cart okay and that gasoline can falls out and uh. it causes a streak right down the middle of one t wow during the bmw Timmy Blight. That, that's a Kriegerism? That's, that's Timmy Blight. Timmy wow. Blight. Nice, nice. And then the same one is, you know, one night when we're finishing up, I think it was him and Adam Charles. You know, they're driving through an area they're not supposed to be in. <laughs> I think I've heard this so story. So they get a cart stuck. Yeah, I have oh, heard wow. that story. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Over in the wetland area, to right of number eight, they got a cart stuck. So right? instead of Pythium Blight, we have Timmy Blight. Timmy Blight. Right, right. I got to say, there's nothing worse than getting a cart stuck and having to call somebody to come get you. I got to. Marking some golf courses, I put a, I almost yeah. put a cart in a creek down there at Musgrove one time, and I did not want to make that phone call. <laughs> so I got a cart stuck in five at Columbia Country Club, marking once or twice way back when I was assistant there. 
not under your tenure right but also got it stuck on nine one time and and uh it was real wet down yeah. by that you know yeah and so I called Jeff Cannell, superintendent, time. I said, hey, man, Chris got this cart stuck on nine. Oh, you wow. mind coming in? Great, great. And I just left. <clears throat> well, apparently they went somewhere next week, and, and Jeff turned to Chris there in the car, and he goes, I can't believe you got that cart stuck. And, and Chris like, I didn't get no cart stuck. <laughs> yeah, you, they thought they got it out before I right. found out about it. But when I get over there where they were, all, all everyone's kind of just around one spot, and I'm like – <laughs> Adam, what's that mud all over that car for? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I thought it would be a slick. <laughs> let, let me ask you this, because I know with all the other things you're battling over there and, you know, with heat and play and everything else, and occasionally, I don't know how many times, but that river come up on you every once in a while. It, 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 it's done some – bring some stuff out of the river that's never really thought about, hadn't it? Trees and everything else? Trees, absolutely. We had uh, – last year, with everything going on with the pandemic, uh, the river Riverside got out twice, and we had to get – you know, skid steers and, and brushes and things like that. I mean, it, both times it put over a foot of silt across the whole fairway on number three. Now, what do you do then? you go wash it up, spray it out, blow it out, just rake um, it out and everything, all the above? When it's, when it's that thick, we just we just get the skid steer out there and we try to skim it off the best we can. Gotcha. And then kind of once it gets to where there's grass and silt out there, we, we'll get these little brushes that you see on the highway brushing the asphalt mm-hmm. and we'll brush that stuff into like a row then we'll shovel that up. Gotcha. Man. Well, I know you and I know Will Holroyd deals with it at Musgrove all the time, and I just – of all the – nothing you can do. You can't control it. You can't stop it. No. You just got to deal with the, what, what's yeah. left. Yeah, poor Will, I think he's – we had it bad a couple of times. Yeah. He had it really, really yeah. bad. Yeah. yeah. Do you feel any pressure having tour players as members? I mean, I know you feel you got to have the greens up to current expectations all times, but – you know they want them. Yeah, certain- I, I don't. I don't know that I feel the pressure from that. You know, I, you know, I, you know, we put more pressure on ourselves to try to put that that product right. out there than 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 better than what the pros play. And pretty fortunate that that all of our pros are, are really good guys. Yeah. Um, you know, they come up and talk to you, and, and they a lot of them's curious about what you're doing, how you do it. <laughs> right. And, right. You know, we've had several walk arounds and with uh, Reese Jones and and. You know, Bill Haas has been there with us because he kind of wants to know really how all that stuff is done, and and uh, you know, all of them's really good. That's cool. That's you, cool. You know, you're on top of your pros there, but you got some you got some members that have long legacies there, and and uh, like Dudley Sullivan, and uh, you know he he got hold of me last time we were I think for a father son, and, and and we started talking, and the things he was telling me about back in the day when he would walk around, and the, you know what was going on. Did, oh, yeah. did, are you able to use any of that to your advantage, or some of the things that he knew about, or or, or, or try to get back to, or just it is just past? Yeah, it's it's past. That was you know it's such a different golf course sure. back then, and and. Um, um, you know, he t- he tells me about the creek all the time. He's like, yeah. "Well, when I was a kid, I used to be able to jump across that creek, and now that creek is <laughs> thirty foot wide, <laughs> and nobody jumping across that thing anymore." Do um, you still have the pollinator? Yes. Okay. Yes. What's the deal behind that? We still it's it's just a way. It's a program that Syngenta has. Yeah. Um, you know, you, you plant your wildflowers, and it's it's just a way that you provide an environment for for your pollinating bees and. And such to, to have somewhere to go, right? You know, and you know, if we don't have those bees pollinating stuff, we might not be here. Gotcha. That's great. You know, Gene Scarborough down at Santee. He, I mean, he's got yeah. a whole bee. I forgot. Pie. I've never seen his bee. Oh, it's bee farm. I guess is yeah. what it is. Yeah. It's incredible. I mean, he's really done a lot with it. Speaking of farms, you're a peach farmer. Yeah, yeah. somewhat. I used to be a, a used to work 
a lot in the peaches with my family. Um, that was kind of what got me out of the peach farming was was the work <laughs> that you had to do in the peach farm. Well, I think I learned back when we were roommates that South Carolina produces more peaches than Georgia, correct? Absolutely. Yeah. Like, I mean, we, we should really be called the peach state. Exactly. Slowed down some now. Um, you know, it's it's gotten so expensive to to uh, produce the peaches, you know, and then it's also the chemicals, yeah. the stuff that you put you know, around the trees. It's, it's very expensive. Late um, spring frost. We got hit Ooh. pretty hard a couple yep. weeks ago. Yep. Um, well, we actually had the two frost, you know, about a, about three weeks apart. First frost kind of knocked some of them back a little bit, and then you had some that you were you're looking at the blooms yeah. on the peaches, and you were like, I don't know if that was going to make it. And then this last frost we had last week, just if anything was wavering, yeah, gone, it killed gone. it. You used kind of sweet peaches? It, went, it didn't have a particular flavor to yours? Uh a lot of different flavors, okay. but the, the peach that I like, the peach that we, we kind of grow on, on the land that, that I own, is, is, is a white peach. White peach, that's it's, what it it's was. It's a tangy. It, it's, yeah. it's got more tartness to it than, the, than the, the normal sweet peach. You told your cousin, I think, to bring me a basket at the state am. I never got them. Just Didn't say, get them. No. I've been looking. to remind me. Peaches... Strawberry, our strawberries are in right now. Oh, so. you do strawberries too? Yeah. You bring him peaches, I'll take the strawberries. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Man. Uh, excuse me. All right, so anything before we get to the hap story? I, I, okay. I, I'm, I'm good. I, I'm, listen, we, again, this is another one that I can sit here yeah. with Craig and we could talk oh, I know. All, all evening, I know. especially if we had a couple of natty lights in front of us. Oh, I know, if we didn't have Stan coming. <laughs> um, all right, Craig, you got any good hap Lathrop stories? We're going to try and wrap them up with a hap Lathrop story. Yeah, I mean, the one I got is, and it, and it actually left a really, you know, an impression on me. To, to to how to treat people. Okay. You know? um, and it was back in the day. I was still an assistant, and we were hosting that state am. Um, was it oh five? Oh three. Oh three. Yep. And uh, you know everybody's busting our tail. It's a brand new. We just got golf course renovated, and everything was just perfect how it needed to be. And uh, everything goes off without a hitch. You know we're there the next week, and everybody's just working, and then all of a sudden here shows he shows up hap. He's got a cooler completely full of steaks. Yep, nice. And he just, you know, he just showed up, cooked steaks for everybody, and you know, I took, I took a lot from that. I, I did yeah. just to, you know, you know how to to kind of treat people that do stuff well, you know, yeah. treat them well. Well, yeah. that that was a, that was a something he he always enjoyed. I, I went on a lot of those trips. I came back up for that one. Um, we'd go get some taters and some steaks, and 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 you know, sit there and kind of kind of just to thank the staff because again, I don't think everybody understands what all is goes in. Not just a tournament week. I'm just that that's obviously a special time frame, but every single day that you guys are out there early before the sun is up um you know doing what they have to do to get yeah. things right and it's just a, a lot to everything everything that's done on the golf course there's a lot of thought goes into it right um you know we we try to see everything before it happens you know try to get out in front of everything and and, and not wait on stuff to yeah. happen um but then you show up in the morning, you got all these surprises of busted sprinkler head. Or well, you know what? I've always said about these superintendents, they can be as knowledgeable and smart and scientific in all these things that y'all have to be. You have to be a little bit of everything. You have to know business now and management and everything else. But you, just, you still got to be a little bit lucky when, with some things that, that happen. And Absolutely, go on. do weather. Absolutely, yeah. yeah there's a lot of times, you know, mid-August, you're you're watching that radar and you're like. <laughs> just go away. Just go away. Oh, really? Yeah. You know, sometimes it does. Sometimes it doesn't. Because you know. I think you'd root for the rain to come on. 
Natural rain is better than sprinkler water, correct? Absolutely. But when you don't want any water on those greens, uh, okay. when they're already you know, pretty wet, pretty mushy, you don't want any water on those Controlling greens. water is better than natural water. I got to. You want only the water where you have to put it in your little, little hot spots is also the only place you want water. I just know my yard does better after rain than my sprinkler. Well, you know, pops up better. You're not growing big grass. No, I'm not growing. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Well, Craig, thank you, man. And, Craig, on behalf of the South Carolina Golf Association, uh, you and I have got a long history together, and I I, I, I appreciate that. I cherish that opportunity to learn from you, and thank you for everything you've done for us, our organization, our participants, and, and, and continuing on. Great job. Congratulations. We're happy to do it. Thank you, sir. Thank you, Craig.